Our scripture this morning is from uh, John chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, the disciples were again in the house and Thomas was with them this time. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples. They're not written in this book. But... These are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. It, Thomas, Didymus, we all probably know him best as Doubting Thomas. As odd as it may seem, it's a tag that stuck with him and still does to this day. That name is synonymous with things like an unbeliever, a skeptic, a doubter, a cynic. I suspect that those are, some of those words may even describe me at times. Uh, and perhaps I'm Thomas's twin, at heart anyway. Especially if I think about what Thomas went through, he saw Jesus on the cross. He understood that he was dead. He knew that. They, were wrap they wrapped him in linens. They carried him off. They placed him in a tomb. They rolled a huge stone in front of it. He was certainly gone. They knew that. Yes, the body was missing when they went to go look for it. But I'm sure that, you know, the, the guards or the Pharisees, they all had something to do with that. They certainly didn't want him to become, I guess, immortalized as a 
symbol for them that they could keep coming back to, a place where they could go to look and say, this was the Christ. Well, a few days later, it's revealed that he has risen. But Thomas wasn't there. I don't know where he was. Who knows? He had something personal to do. I don't know. He may have been... He may have even gone to the garden where he last saw Jesus free. But in any case, Jesus did show himself to the apostles that were gathered that day. And he did that in a locked room. That in itself was a miracle because how did he get in? You know, Thomas wasn't with him. He was actually absent from Christ. And I think that most of us at one time or another have been absent from Christ, or I might say absent of Christ in our lives. You know, in that time when we're feeling low, we're feeling desperate, we're feeling like something is just not going to go right. All of those things lead us into the depressions and things like that that really have us wondering, how can this be true? The thing is, if we withdraw completely because of that, we deprive ourselves of other believers, like Gus right here in this room. And we become secluded. We try to do our things our own way, thinking that we can do them better. We want to have that control. When the others saw Thomas and they, they said to him that they had seen the master, he showed them his wounds, he greeted them saying, peace be with you. He breathed the Holy Spirit into the others. Thomas just couldn't wrap his mind around this. I don't think I would be able to either. And then Thomas tells him, until I can see the holes in his hands and put my fingers in there, until I can reach my hand into his side, I will not believe. You know, Thomas isn't, like, uh, isn't unlike many of us who haven't experienced something. If we haven't experienced it, if we can't explain it, then we won't believe it. We have to have something in that that helps us believe it. Well, eight days later, Thomas and the other apostles are all gathered together, and again, they're in a room that's closed, and Jesus appears before them again. Again saying, peace be with you. Jesus says this many times, and I'm pretty sure that he knew just how unsettling it was to have him show up with all of them knowing what had happened. Don't be afraid. He knows just how bad it can be. He turns to Thomas and repeats to him the test that Thomas had laid out that he had to have before he would believe. 
Jesus tells Thomas to examine the holes in his hand. Put his hand inside of his side so that you will believe. You know, in doing this, Jesus reveals that even though he did not physically appear to Thomas, that he has been right there with him in his doubts and fears. Jesus did not abandon him. Jesus was there listening to him. You know, Thomas does what he's told, and he proclaims, my master, my God. I mean, Jesus knew that that is what Thomas needed for him to believe. So, now you believe? You've seen with your own eyes, and now you believe, Thomas? Even better blessings are in store for those who believe without seeing. You know, it's great to know that Jesus will never abandon us. Even in the times of unbelieving, Jesus is never far away. He knows our sins and can still accept us if we let him into our life. We don't need to see him to perform the miracles. It's also great knowing that we can change. Thomas changed that quickly. All he did was he saw and he believed. Thomas became one of the most loyal, devout devout of the group, doing whatever he was told to do. If it it wasn't for Thomas, what is now known as India would never have seen the Christian church. There's many many temples, not temples, but many churches that are there that can be seen with Thomas's name. Some of the artifacts from Thomas's time when he was there teaching the gospel to those people have been moved even to the uh, Vatican City because of how great he did in his uh, quest that he was given. You know, like I said before, it's easy to disbelieve, but it's not easy to believe. In order to believe, you have to have faith. I guess that's why Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. The story is probably familiar to a lot of us. If we break it down really into what happened, Jesus shows up and we aren't there. Then one day Jesus shows up and we are there And because we saw him, we believe. I'd like to think that we are the blessed because we have not seen him, yet we believe. Kind of makes you feel good about what can happen with just the faith that we have. The book itself gives many other instances where if you just believed in Christ things would be just fine. Let's keep this in mind as we go through our days examining if things are real or not. It's so easy for us to disbelieve because 
We've been taught that as we've grown up. We've been told, hey, don't believe in what's going on there because that's not right. You know, you need to get more information. Heck, we're living in a society now where somebody calls and t- on the telephone and tells you that your computer is broken and they're from Microsoft. You should fix it. You should go ahead and give them the money to fix it. There's no wonder why there's so many skeptics in the world. We've created ourselves, not Jesus, but the human side of us. Hopefully we can all move past that and understand just how great it is that Christ is here in our lives. I hope that I don't find myself doubting as much even into the future. I'm grateful for this church and the people around me who all are believers. Thank you all for your belief that has kept me going.